I did. Uh-uh, what did I do? You? What did I do all week? And don't put that on me. Did you not rest and recharge and re-energize? I, I did not. Because I know I did. I feel great. What? A spring break, dog. It freaking rained. It rained its ass off. It until the that much. It we, wasn't that bad. We had a chance for snow last week. You got I need you to stop. No, no. I need you to turn it around. I can't control how you spend your seasons. But I tell you what. My spring came in real nice. Happy Monday. Welcome back. The KC Morning Hoes, kitty. You know you missed this, though. You know you missed this. Yeah, actually, yeah, I did. Talking to those Johnson County moms. My favorite. They missed you. I know they they did. They did. In the midst of that spring break, you know what you missed? What? You missed that weather, Delio. I told you, I got enough of that weather, Delio. But you didn't get a chance to hear it from my mouth. You know, you didn't get a chance to hear it from the chief meteorologist of the KC Morning Show. Presented it like it was a show announcement. I wouldn't have been so pissed every morning that I woke up, you know. Okay. Instead, you're just like, "Oh, good morning," and then you let me go out with the dog. And you're like, "Oh, by the way, it's raining." You went out with the dog like one time. Okay, you know what? We're gonna get into it. Okay? I don't know why you're starting like this on Monday for after you, you know, passed a week to prepare people yourself like to, think to return that to this show. Spring break is sexy, fun times, and it's just not all cracked up to be y'all. That's okay though. Whatever. It's all about that. It's all about that mental. Keep that mental healthy, girl. Yeah. Let's do this. That weather dealio. 64 and rain. Winds out of the south southeast. 10 to 20 MPHs. 52 degrees this evening. Cloudy. More chances of rain. Tomorrow, 56. Also rain. Also rain. Tomorrow night, 45. Chance of rain. You, you see, there's a, there's a pattern here. You yeah. Pick that up. That's your weather dealio. I'm your KC morning show. G'day. Yep. Welcome back. Thank you. I have 15 notifications on my Blackboard school login. Did you not even take a look at it once last week? I did. I oh, did. did? Okay. Yeah. No, I did because I um I had some grades come in and stuff. Well, I know you said you didn't have the most exciting. Or eventful of spring breaks. And that's fine. We're living a pandemic. What is yeah. there to do? Did you at least get a chance to, you know, take a little bit of some time yourself? Friday I had a good day. Yeah. Go. Okay. Friday was my day off. Okay. I hung out with my mother. She's got the vaccine. Perfect. We went to Target. Got that stimmy. I got that stimmy this <laughs> week, less last week. So that was good. But my mom's card wouldn't work because she hadn't um, activated it yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So she tried calling the bank. Of course, I... You know, rack on my bill. Swipe. Good. Thank you, Mr. Joe. Building her back better. Yeah. Mom goes to do her stuff. She swipes both cards. They're like, card's not even registering. Ooh. You know what, Mom? Just step aside. I got this one. 
I got this one. Oh, did you order swipe and enjoy? I did. Look at you. I, I, I felt cool for once in my life. I was like, damn. Of course, she paid me back when we got home. But everybody wants to be that 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 person that can flex like that uh-huh. line. Yeah, like oh yeah, you spent double what I spent at Target, but don't worry, I'll cover it. Say, hey hey, you need some help? You need some help? You need a little help? Hey, let me let me let me let me step in real quick. That knight in shining armor. Yep. Yeah. Kitty in shining armor. It's a complex for sure. Kitty in shining plastic. A wallet full of Biden bucks strolling around Target. I mean, that's never a bad time. No. Never a bad time. In no. fact, I, I I heard we might be getting another check, actually. You ain't even got the last two. Yeah, I know. So I'm, who are you saying we? Because it sounds like Kitty. Well, I don't look out for myself. I look out for the greater good. As long as y'all are you spending are so that fake. good You're so fake. You've been calling the government like every day. <sighs> yeah, they won't return anymore. No. They won't return. No. Yeah, so go ahead. Preach that good word again. Gotta call them back tomorrow. Well, Kitty, I found something last week that I thought was kind of interesting. It was a phrase I've never heard before. You ever heard of an earworm? song no i don't like that it's not as bad as you think but it is as irritating as you think these are songs that are most likely to get stuck in your head this actual research kitty was published by the journal of psychology of aesthetics creativity and the arts they collected data from over 3,000 people and they have identified their quintessential list of earworm songs list of nine most common earworm songs include three lady gaga tracks bad romance alejandro and poker face can't get you out of my head by uh kylie montague minigue i never pronounce that right don't stop believing from journey obviously somebody that i used to know godier what is uh, go- an earworm I is just something these, that gets stuck in your head. I thought these were songs that made earworms come out. <laughs> I thought it was like um like a snake song, you know? No, no earworms, no actual worms oh, were harmed God. in the putting together of this. I list. was harmed mentally. They say sometimes the best way to get it out of your head is just to sing it through. Strangers in the night. Uh-oh. That's mine right now. That's your earworm? What's a song that just, just when you hear it? No, a song that when you hear it, you know that's going to be stuck in your head the rest of the day. And maybe not for good reasons. Like the Baby Shark song. That is something I could consider an earworm. No, because if I don't want to think about that song, I don't. I I wish I had that ability. That's a superpower. Call Me Maybe, I did think about that one. Because when that came out, I wanted to shove pencils in my ears. Over the campaign season, honestly, and I hate to say this, but Trump made YMCA kind of an earworm for me. I hate Ooh. to say it. I hate any kind of song that has a group dance to it. I'm not going to lie. Cupid Shuffle. Um, Did you just call the Cupid Shuffle an earworm? Yeah, the Cupid Shuffle is an earworm. I'm oh, sorry. Classic. Do you not hear him going to the love, to the in your head all day? No. Sorry. They're trying to make a new cha-cha slide, or no, a new Cupid. I don't know what's going on. The two of them, they confuse me. I dislike it. I'm not a good dancer. I don't have any rhythm, so of course I don't like this song. But now I'm feeling passionate, so we need to just. We have struck a chord. All right, let's do this. Kitty, shall we do Shall we do some news? Yeah. Monday, March 22nd. Let's do that news. In other news, this city needs its news. News team, assemble. My name's Hartzell, that's Kitty. This is the news break. Doesn't make any sense. 
with this news to take a break? No, no, you gotta remember, just me and Kitty, we don't know what we're talking about. We speculate blindly on this show. I speculate with my eyes wide shut. Man, I saw last week we were doing some things, huh? Seven Days at St. Patty's, our friends with the pitch, Charlie Hustle. Yeah, well, do me a solid, Kansas City. Go to this website, all right? It's called summerofsoundkc.com. I've been cryptic for a while. That's a little bit of something I can break off for you. More info on all of that later. But it's much more than, much more than just a concert series. Wink, wink. Much, much. Like, subscribe, rate, and review. Find us on the internet. Tell your friends about us. Tell your friends. You can do that in person or also on the internet. I feel really cool when people are like, hey, I know you. And I'm like, what do you mean? I got my mask on. I got my beanie on. I'm out somewhere random. And people are like, I know who you are. Even still they know. I swear, I've had it happen like at least three times in the last week and a half. Very lit. They've had to have heard you one place. And that one place is right here. Yeah. On the KC Morning Show. When they do say they know me and then I'm like, oh yeah, I'm Kitty. They're like, oh, so you go go by Kitty. That's a real thing. Yeah. I just, I feel really weird when I actually say my name out loud. Like, I accidentally told someone my name yesterday. Like your actual name. Like my actual name. Your Christian name. And I felt so weird. Like, I literally was like a brain fart. Then I followed her on Instagram, and she followed me back, and I'm like, damn, it don't even say my name anywhere on my social media. Nope. Everybody thinks that Hartzell's fake. I know. You thought it was fake for a second. Yeah, I did. Laszlo, Slumpass, Hartzell. Come on. And I get it, like the heart and soul, it almost seems like it's too on the nose, right? Nope. Too good to be true. God given, I am the fourth. Heart soul, Winston Douglas Gray, the fourth. Yes, yes, yes. Cheerio. Okay, you didn't even watch Bridgerton. Don't need to, I'm Hartselton. Let's do this. <laughs> Go, man! Surrey will move into phase two of its vaccine rollout a week from today on March 29th. People in construction, manufacturing, and higher education and other sectors will be able to get their shot. Vaccines should be open to all Missouri adults by April 9th. Over the weekend, Governor Parson tweeted saying that the state's allotment has tripled with more than 500,000 shots coming to Missouri in the first week of April. An estimated 19.9% of Kansas City residents have received at least one dose of the vaccine. That's pretty decent. Again, that's a pretty good number, but if we're taking a test, 19%. Is, is still failing uh, miserably, but hey, it's it's a start. Now on the Kansas side, Kitty, we got some updates. We're talking about phases three and four of the Kansas vaccine plan. If you're in three or four, you're now welcome to schedule appointments for vaccines at clinics or at a health system such as the University of Kansas Hospital, where we are right now. Specifically, though, phases three and four for people in the 16 to 64 age group. Now that brings the minimum age down quite a bit from phases one and two, but certain medical risks and, and conditions are required here to move you to the top of the line. That would include cancer, heart conditions, pregnancy would be included in this, asthma, liver disease, diabetes too. This is not an exhaustive list, just naming a few right here. It also covers those of you working in agricultural and food industries, utilities and information tech. Additionally, anybody covered in phase one and two of the Kansas vaccine plan who have yet to receive their vaccinations, they are certainly still eligible and encouraged to get those shots. I told you, the numbers, the colors, what does it all mean? That should be our tat. We were trying to think of like a tattoo idea. We're not. That did. Yeah, that does, that real fast. Dark. That could get I'm dark. I'm sorry, right. but no. No, well, you know, as we reminisce the, no. We're not going to reminisce no. on COVID. Just get a microchip, like a tattoo outline of a microchip right there in that spot. So Kansas, go get chipped. I mean, go get your shot. 
Do, go, go get vaxxed. Go get vaccinated. Yes, vaccinations. No chips, just unless they're potato. Ah, Am I right? He's right. Am I right? Barbecue. Saw a bunch of homies that were getting the shots at Arrowhead, the J and J. I have a lot of friends that actually, yeah, that so was they, encouraging, they right? There. Yeah, it was. One after another, thousands lined up and drove through the parking lot at Arrowhead Stadium to receive the vaccine. The day two of that max vaccination event, a huge success. More than 7,000 people received a Johnson & Johnson vaccine Friday and Saturday, falling 1,000 short of the initial goal. It took an army of people to pull off a mass vaccination event like this. Come on up, come on up. The Missouri National Guard directed traffic and logistics. Teams of medical staff filled the syringes with vaccine and prepared them for the lines. 166 shots every 15 minutes means you have to have 166 shots ready every 15 minutes. And so that really is the limiting factor for folks is having all of that supply. The folks from Truman Medical Center, from UMKC, uh, Kansas City Fire Department, you know, there's a lot of folks that make this happen. The actual vaccination is the quickest part of the whole process. All done. I think everything is going smooth and efficiently. Very proud of Kansas City. Kitty, we have talked about this on this show since the beginning, we are in a homeless crisis in Kansas City. And you've seen the tents all throughout Westport and downtown at City Hall. You can't drive into the downtown area without seeing the masses of camps. I mean, every day it grows and it makes me really sad. Yeah, can we can we give a damn? Like, at, at what point are we going to care? We have got to take this seriously. We have got to take care of us. Like, this is Kansas City. These people are are us. And we, we have to do something about it. I almost had not walk out here and it's like a tent, tent city. What began as a pair of warming tents for people experiencing homelessness during a cold snap around Valentine's Day has grown into more than a dozen tents. It's named Camp Six in honor of Scott Ike, a homeless man found dead in the cold on New Year's Day. The camp is now a form of protest. It's not gonna go away until we get what we want, and we're not we're not getting what we want. So and what is that? Just a building, a place for us to call home. Tried to get an empty apartment building, anything. We got plumbers, electricians, all that, and we can maintain it, you know, ourselves. We just need a chance. There's empty school buildings. There's empty apartments. There's empty churches. There's no reason that one person should have to lay their head on the ground if they don't want to. I don't really love using that phrase, you know, it, it could be you. You never know. It, that could be you out there. Because, you know, that person is a somebody right now as they are. It's one of those things that really irritates me is I think a lot of times we forget when we look at other adults that they are still someone's child. It's frustrating. I Humanity. saw it was an article in the uh, in the business journal. More super expensive condos and lofts along the streetcar um, development. They're getting you know, rid who of who is that for? How am I supposed to know that I have hit the greater downtown area without Denny's? And you know what they're gonna put there? Something stupid. Something stupid that I can't afford. <laughs> I mean, who is this for? I mean, I made a gentrification Robert Frost joke yesterday which was i thought a pretty deep cut i was happy that twitter was able to 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 go with me on that walk but you know two roads diverged in kansas city and real talk we keep taking the one most gentrified and it continues to make all the difference so let's not do that this is our inflection point kansas city let's do something with it
R.I.P. Kitty, uh, another warrior in Kansas City, an activist. Uh, a lot of people consider it was kind of like the MLK of the Midwest and of Kansas City. But he was his own man and in his own right did some amazing things and was a champion for this town. So R.I.P. Alvin Sykes. Local civil rights icon Alvin Sykes passed away at the age of 64. Those who call him a friend compare his work to that of MLK. This is not a witch hunt. It is a pursuit of truth and justice. Justice is what Alvin Sykes fought for. He made his mark as, as a young African-American male who was really for justice and, and did his work, did his homework, and did it well. Alvin Brooks met Sykes in the late 70s. The two Alvins became close friends and even created T-shirts. His said, not Alvin Brooks, and mine said, not Alvin Sykes. So, uh, so we were friends. Friends describe him as soft-spoken, non-assuming. He wasn't a person who would want to stand up and take public credit. He wasn't a person that would say something just for sensationalism. He would really try to bring down the energy level to say, hey, let's just talk about what are the issues here. While Sykes was sharp-witted, he never finished high school. When he realized that he was trying to function in a world uh, without any education, he then educated himself by going to the libraries in Kansas City, Missouri, every single day they opened. Sykes' commitment led him to become an expert on civil rights. The most notable case he worked on was bringing justice to the family of Emmett Till. A 14-year-old boy was lynched in Mississippi back in 1955. Sykes fought to create the Emmett Till Unsolved Civil Rights Crime Act. He was the one that pushed the bill at the time, and he got it through. This allowed the FBI to go back and look at unsolved civil rights cases to bring justice for the families. Nothing of Alvin. I think of the him being an example of what a person who has commitment, who has passion and perseverance can do when they are, commit themselves to a goal, particularly to a goal of justice. Now, this honestly could have maybe led our news, uh, especially for me and you. We got some updating. One of our favorite board games. Monopoly? Hasbro looking to bring the cards into the 21st century. The Community Chest, Kitty. The Monopoly Community Chest deck could use a little update. Second prize in a beauty contest. Who got first? Holiday fun matures. What's a holiday fun? Vote now to help choose the next Community Chest deck. Covering topics like beauty contests and holiday funds and life insurance doesn't quite check out. In the year of our Lord, 2021. So yeah, we got to update that thing. What would you put? What would you put on your uh, updated, you know, community chest? What could you win? You know, um, starts a GoFundMe on the internet. Uh, pay me two hundred dollars. Game stonks crash after immediately soaring. Go to oh jail. Oh my God! Yes, go to jail. Um, Reddit users take control of the market. Yes. Earn two hundred dollars. Yes. Pass go. Yes. I love yeah. that. These are good. Kylie Jenner asks you to donate money to her friend. Go to jail. Where do you sit on this thing? You don't. Rooms are fun. Nowhere else. The KC Morning Show. Sports! Let's do a sports thing! Not a sports thing, a sports thing! My brother, Benny Heisler, Sports Illustrated. It's Benny Heis. How are you, my friend? Give me a recap, buddy. What's up, dude? It's good to talk to you. I, I feel like 
with the newborn and you guys being off for a week, I feel like I haven't talked to you in a thousand years, but it's good to hear your voice. And uh, been a been a good tournament so far. A lot of upsets, a lot of parody and chaos. Uh, KU fans happy. Uh, their team got uh, got through to the round of 32. Mizzou fans not so much. They lost to Oklahoma. And, and then everything else in between. I'm curious to get your thoughts on this because people love the, the upsets, right? They love sort of the madness of the tournament. But then when you get towards the end and you have a bunch of, I don't want to call them scrubs because they beat some good teams along the way, but when you don't have the best teams playing towards the end, then the actual final product isn't as good. So are, are you the guy that likes all the chaos in the first round or do you want like the best matchups towards the end of the championship round. I am someone who absolutely loves the chaos. Like give me mass, mass chaos. And we talked about this before we went on spring break. This tournament has been so up in the air. Like it's, it's everything up my alley. And I'm kind of bummed that I've missed so much of this year because it was such a strange COVID basketball season. Here's the thing though. Like I, I wasn't heavily invested in the college basketball season for those very same reasons. We were covering the betting angles of it. I mean, I would tune in, to, to watch my alma mater Indiana play and that were that's hours of my life that I'm never going to get back they were <laughs> they were dog what's nice about the tournament is that you have those days leading up to those initial matchups and you get a sense of the storylines and you you kind of learn enough and then you you get invested in these games whether it's because you you have your bracket and everybody's still in it at the time or you've bet on some of them or for whatever reason like and yes, like there's not a lot of fans in the stands, but it doesn't feel like you're playing in an empty gym anymore. It's still you still have this tournament that you've been missing out on. So even though the the quality of the product isn't anywhere to what we're used to with these huge crowds and this great energy, there's still something there that feels relevant and noteworthy compared to just a game during the regular season. Like even if the number one, and number two team are playing in the regular season, it just didn't feel like there was a whole lot of energy there. This feels like it has it purely on the court side. It was like, it was like watching the NBA playoffs in the bubble. Like there was no fans, but you still knew the games were mattered and significant. And it just, it just feels better as a fan watching from afar. So I, I've really enjoyed the tournament so far. And you see some great teams pull off some big upsets. Look at Oral Roberts, man. Oral Roberts moving on to the Sweet 16. Huge win the other day against Florida. And then the big upset against Ohio State. Like, like there's some fun happening in this tournament, man. This is an exciting time. Has that old woman busted your bracket again this year? Find Sister, a way to... Jean. Sister Jean. Sister Jean is just out here. Like, there's something about <laughs> about her that, like, when Loyola gets in, some, some magic happens. Man, she's 101. Initially, she wasn't going to be allowed to travel with the team. Uh, but then they made some exceptions because they're like, well, she's 101. You never really know what can happen. And you know what? She's there, and... She's watching her team have another possible magical run. And I got to tell you, man, like Loyola's coach, Porter Moser, he out-schooled, out-hustled, did everything against what I thought was the hottest team in college basketball going into that game in Illinois. Arguably the, the, the best player in the country in Io DeSumo. Like completely shut him down. You know, he's the guy that looks like Zorro out there because he <laughs> had that broken nose. And so now everybody's talking about him. He's like, he's like the next big, this is the guy that you should hire for your big time program. But like, he's been a Loyola for a while. He's happy there. Whenever they get into the tournament, they usually tend to make deep runs. Sometimes I worry about like going and getting the, the guy that has that deep run in the tournament because, you know, how, how consistent is it going to be? How often? Like these small schools, they kind of, 
they, they can't do it every year unless you're Gonzaga and you build a powerhouse. Watch out for that name, Porter Moser. Like that could be the next big name coaching hire. But um, you know, Loyola just might pay him to, to have him stick around because he seems to be living in Chicago and doing just fine. So how are we feeling for for KU? The fact that they gave up 46 to Eastern Washington actually wasn't surprising. Like Eastern Washington's a really well coached team. Um, and, and they have some good, solid offensive firepower. And so for, for KU to end up dropping 55 on them in the second, and just there were so many guys that, that really started to step up that had been so inconsistent all year. Like Akbaji had a really good game. Marcus Garrett was awesome. Harris was all right. McCormick had a good game. Like there's just a lot of guys that just all got involved. And like that's when Kansas is at its best, like when they're, they're pushing pace and they're able to have a little bit better lockdown defense in the second half. And so, like, I'm I'm fairly curious as to what's going to happen with them today. They played a late game against USC. And the thing is, is, is the Trojans have a lot of size. And they have, like, a, a future lottery pick over on, on USC's team in Mobley. And I, I just wonder as to whether or not KU can hang with that athleticism. Normally, that's not a, an issue for them, considering the types of teams that they put out there. But they, they play small. And USC has some length and some size, and they were really solid in their matchup. But I think it'll be a fun game. Like, we're, the, the total isn't expected to be that high, but I, I'm expecting a back-and-forth offensive performance. Like, I think the over's going to hit, and I just think it's going to be a, a fun matchup. And we'll see whether or not the defense of KU can lock them down towards the end. But I, this was just never a team Hartson that I, I, I bought into especially when they were unranked this year. They were too inconsistent. Um, but UFC has had some of those same issues as well. So I, I'm fascinated. I think they're the better coach team. And so that gives you a little bit of confidence moving forward. But I think it'll be close. I think it'll be fun. All right, Benny, before I let you go, let's end this thing on some Royals news, Maine. Salvi got a four-year extension. Is that the highest deal ever? Highest deal for a Royal ever. I think it surpassed um, – it was either the Alex Gordon signing or the Ian Kennedy signing. Listen, I think there's two sort of schools of thought here on, on the Salvi extension, right? Because he's been with this organization for a long time. And obviously there's substantial elements about what he brings to Kansas city. Like, is he the same player that he was three, four years ago? Of course not. But, there's still a stabilizing force. He's still a got solid catcher. I'm not sure whether he's going to spend all his time in catcher. They're, at some point, they're going to have to move him off of there before you know his, his back and his knees break down. But he's a stabilizing force, and he's likely going to end his career in Kansas City. And what I will tell you, Hartzell, is that just from a fan standpoint, like if you're a mid-market team and you know that there's a guy that has been an institution of your franchise for a long time, you know, we're seeing more big markets do this now. Like, the Cubs, for example, like they're they're crying poor, and, and a lot of these guys that helped them win that first World Series since 1908, you know, they're moving on from and just saying, well, you know, it's just a business. And sometimes I think that's the right move. But if you're if you're a guy that sort of spent your entire career with one organization, become a face of that franchise, I think it is important for the fans to be able to try and find a way to keep that player uh, wearing your jersey forever. Like that's that's the guy. It's not always possible, but for the Royals to do that. For Gordon recently, for Sal Perez now. I don't know, man. Like, for a mid-market team to do that, I think that's pretty special. And he clearly wanted to be there. 
he believes in the future of the team. And, and they have some young pitching coming up and some good bullpen arms. And the, the lineup is going to start to get better. Like, this is a transition year for them. Like, they could surprise and make the postseason and maybe be a year ahead of schedule. But they're they're going to get there fairly soon, um, which is a little bit faster than I think most people would have anticipated. So it's, it's a fun time right now to be a Royals fan because you can actually sort of see what you're supposed to be looking at ahead down the road. See, the same thing they say about Salvi Perez, Benny. That's what we say about you, Benny Heisler. We want to keep you a KC Morning Ho for life. Wow. I mean, that's that's beautiful. Does that come with uh, with a nice hefty uh, payday too? Like, I'm, no, I'm just kidding. No, I'm I'm here, man. I'm not I'm not hitting free agency just yet. There's no other morning shows in the KC area that's uh, that's trying to Good. hit me up for business. But if Good. but if so, I'll let them know, man. I'm I'm uh, I'm forever loyal. Hey, we will spare no expense. I'm gonna box somebody out. We <laughs> box out for Benny. You understand that? We box wow. out for Benny. That's Heist. beautiful, man. That is beautiful. I'll take that. To the track. No outs to go. The Royals have won the 1985 World Series. The KC Morning Show. Kitsay! Kitsay! Before we get out of here, thanks to Benny Heiss. Always good to hear Brother Benny on the KC Morning Show. I mean, we got Sports Illustrated. I mean, that is a get. We got Worlds of Fun this week. That's a get. We've always had Charlie Hustle. That's a get. We have Kansas City. That's always going to be your get. What I'm trying to say is that I think we have a good thing going. A beautiful thing going. And I'm so happy that we are back. What's that KC Morning Buzz, Kitty? What you got in your mind? Are you a poet? Do you know it? Okay. Are you doing a thing? What are you yes. doing? What is Artful that? Poetry Contest. Oh, you found a um, thing. Okay. What is this? Yeah. Okay. Hoffman Center for the Performing Arts. Nice. They are hosting a first ever Artful Poetry Contest. Budding writer or a published, polished professional. Hmm. They're calling you to the stage. Do you have anything published? No. No? I got Mm-mm. a couple. I did a few. Okay. Great. They're not good. I mean, I had to pay you to get into it. So I know exactly what it was. Yes. I, you know, it's fine. I should let you know when it is. Submissions open yesterday, okay. March 21st. Okay. And they are running until April 30th. So you have about a month. You and- have to do this. I you have to do this. Yes, there are prompts. There are prompts. You should read the prompts. All right. Well, they can go online and check that out, but I want you online. to do this. I'm, all right. You're, you're still trying to sell it to the folks. No, 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 no. I'm trying to sell it to you. All right. Well, anyways. Okay. Okay. Seems cool. I got Fine. to win. I got to win to convince you to do this. Do April 30th. April 30th. 11.59 right. p.m. Oh, I got plenty of time to work with. We'll get you. I, by then, I'll have you submitting like two or three. And in other words, auspice. What's the word of the day? <laughs> yes. According to who? Uh, word genius. Oh, okay. I got, Wait, is this? I got are, something for you. Are you? Are you? Are you putting together a bit right now? Are you Auspice, doing, uh, part of speech, noun. Okay. Origin, Latin, mid 16th century. Definition: a divine or prophetic token. Mm, yes, yes. Examples of auspice. Yes, please. In a sentence. I was asking. The swallow sighting was a Ooh. favorable auspice. <laughs> what are you doing? You That's your really... word of the day. That's your Casey Morning Buzz. All right. I guess I got to make an intro for this. Okay. I got to get you some music for that next time. Kitsay, where can people find you? At Holy Hearts, my dude. You can get me at Hartsel965. Get the show, The Casey Morning Show, at The Casey Morning Show on Instagram, Casey Morning Show on Facebook, on Twitter. That's all we got. 
Kitty! A good day to be a Kansas City. It's a great day, but it'll be even better in May when Worlds of Fun open. Oh, Catch my girl on the Mamba. We'll see you in the morning. Bye. Bye. You're listening to the KC Morning Show.